Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, to be seen. I vaguely remember those days, fleeting as they were, in my early to mid-twenties, when I ran five miles a day and had my special hat. It was a Stetson, a blonde fedora with a band of material color around the edge, a brim that I wore out on Friday nights. My friends called it a chick magnet because inevitably one or two would grab it from my head and wear it, and I always had to engage them to get it back. Looking back, the whole point was to be seen with the goal of winning some girl's attention and favor. I've since repented of that. I don't think my wife ever saw the hat, and I'm not sure what it was that gained and won her attention and favor anyway. Jesus tells us to beware of practicing our righteousness before others in order to be seen by them, to have them take notice and give attention to the good we each do, to receive accolades and praise from them. From the Treasury of Daily Prayer, we read, During the forty days of Lent, God's baptized people cleanse their hearts through the discipline of Lent, that is, repentance, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. It is done to prepare for the Feast of Easter and to realize our place as God's people that have been redeemed by the blood of His Son. All of this is not done to win the praise and accolades of other people, but in thanksgiving to God for what He has done for us. And it is difficult. Our sinful nature wants to focus on ourselves, inward, in what we do. We like seeing ourselves with that brim of our own righteousness on, attracting the attention of others. It is difficult to be that anonymous person that prays for another, even without their knowledge, or blesses another in some way without notice or praise. I often wonder if those that drop gold coins into the Salvation Army pots actually remain totally anonymous. It is so against our nature. Even when necessity requires us to disclose some act of giving, like to our tax preparer, we cannot help but feel a twinge of nice job within our own being. Even without a required disclosure, our sinful nature simply puffs up inside us with pride in ourselves. What if our left hand really had no idea what the right was doing? Would our bank accounts be a mess of overdrafts? Would our schedules that are so full of activities be overwhelmed to the point of breaking because the left hand was doing one thing while the right hand was trying to do another? Or would it be that our giving would flow in such a way that we did not worry about what we gave or did for our neighbor without any compulsion to tell anyone? It would just happen to the glory of God in such a way to receive our reward from Him. End of prayer. What if we all stayed home on those national days of prayer or simply gathered in our churches to pray alone throughout the day? One, ten minutes here, another, two, or possibly five minutes there, never seeing each other or seen by another. But what if we might want to be seen praying in public? Does that make it more effective? Do we see our actions as signs of our own righteousness 
for others to see and admire, like that hat? Or is it a confession of our faith? Is the spotlight on us, or is it on God? God truly knows. And who are any of us that we might open our mouths and make a request of God for anything? Jesus tells us to go into our closet, hide, and pray in secret. He is speaking in a hyperbolic way, over the top and exaggerated. But God wants us to pray. He wants us to talk to him. He gave us the Lord's Prayer for that very reason. And we have all done it, gone into the closet, because there are things, things we pray about we would not want our friends or spouses to hear us utter. Lord, help me fight the temptation to sin in this manner or that. Forgive me for this sin, that sin. Help me understand this thing that's going on in my head or in my life or in my family. We scarcely may want to think of these things ourselves, but often and silently we bring them before God. It is repentance where again, according to the treasury of daily prayer, we hear the law. You are all of no account, whether you are obvious sinners or saints, in your own opinions. You have to become different from what you are now. You have to act differently than you are now acting, whether you are as great, wise, and powerful, and holy as you can be. Here, no one is godly. That is the law that drives us to repentance, into our closet to pray. Not boastful prayers of, I thank you, God, that I'm not like that person. It's a prayer that acknowledges, says, Lord, I'm worst of all. Have mercy on me. I'm nothing before you. The closet might be as you lie in bed silently before you go to sleep. It might be in your car alone on the way to work, school, grocery, or to pick up the kids. It might be on your morning walk as you abuse the treadmill in the gym. No one knows or hears but your Father in heaven. And how can we make such a confession of our, fault, of our failings before God? We make it with our eyes fixed on the eyes of Christ. We look and trust in him who had no sin in him, yet became sin for us. We repent, confess, and are absolved, forgiven of our sins, so that free of the guilt and shame, we can act differently toward our family and our neighbor. Without this forgiveness, without Christ, we are just dressing up in a fancy hat on a Friday night looking to be seen versus seeing Christ and all he has accomplished for us on the cross. For we have come from dust, with the dust we will return. However, baptized into Christ with faith and trust in him, our bodies of dust will be resurrected like his in the last day, because we live in his righteousness and not in our own. At our confirmation retreat this past weekend, where we were taught about the Lord's Supper by the Reverend Dr. Grimm at the seminary in Fort Wayne, the supper is the center of our life as Christians, a life of confession and absolution, where we come before God with repentant hearts, confessing our sins and receiving forgiveness. And then the very body and blood of Christ 
to strengthen us and preserve us in this faith. It is out of this that our actions are changed, out of Christ's righteousness given to us. The new man emerges in ways we do not even see and recognize in ourselves. We become little Christ, doing the work of God within our families and among those around us. And truly, the left hand doesn't know what the right is doing. It is all hidden in Christ Jesus. But at the same time, we battle our sinful nature. So we return here to be cleansed again and again and reminded of who we are in Christ in our baptism. This is Lent. This is Ash Wednesday. And this is Easter in Christ Jesus, in His life. Amen. Now may this peace which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.